0: This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. But he's not opening the doors with his penis. At least I hope he's not. I mean, if he is, like, give me his number because I will want to see that. You know, the fact of the matter is, is if I was having a panic attack by the uh, Wetzel pretzels this weekend, I mean, I can't imagine sending my daughter to school right now. For (laughs) those who marry somebody who's just hot, it will not stand the time. Yeah, I wear wear a mask in bed when uh, my husband and I are having relations. Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina.
1: Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast. I'm your host, Dina Nina. It's finally feeling like spring around these parts and there's a spring in my step. Okay, well, not so much a spring as it is a limp. (laughs) I'm getting old. Things are starting to look up. I heard my new favorite word this week, vajango, and the definition is a lively Spanish vagina dance or a musical instrument play like a dulcimer, but your vagina. We're really excited about this show, but first, a word from Door Girl Greg. Hi, it's Door Girl Greg. Thanks for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast.
2: We'd love to hear from you. If you have a rant, a shout out, or just have something to say that doesn't have anything to do with anything, or you just work for a horrible person who takes you for granted,
1: then go over to our Instagram and post
3: a video. Tag at I Love
1: and hashtag Hey Dina, and you can make it to the podcast or on
2: YouTube. While you're at it, please go subscribe to the YouTube. Yes, I said subscribe to the YouTube.
1: Thanks, Door Girl Greg. This week's newscast is entitled. I'm going to have to ask all cis men who are not in therapy to go to therapy. Friday, Noah Green, a 25-year-old man from Indiana, ran over two Capitol Police and then into steel barricades, after which he lunged with a knife at police who were trying to apprehend him. One officer died and another was hospitalized. The suspect was shot and killed by officers. No punchline here. The trial of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd begins its sixth day today. The trial has had intense ups and downs, with some very compelling evidence against Chauvin, including Friday's testimony by Minneapolis police officer Lieutenant Richard Zimmerman, who said that Chauvin's use of force was completely in violation of policy. Like, really? We all saw it. What part of I can't breathe do you not understand? The Sleaze of the Week Award goes to Representative Matt Gates. This week has made us long for the crazy Trumpian Gates instead of the pedo sex trafficking sleazeball he is allegedly turning out to be. Gates is under investigation by the Justice Department in connection with Jeffrey Greenberg, who is indicted for sex trafficking, amongst other charges. In a Fox interview with Tucker Carlson, Gates tried to harangue Carlson into being his alibi, and contrary to his usual demeanor, he was not going to have it. Carlson was said to be pissed off, and in true Catholic priest form, Gates is denying all allegations. This week, former Speaker of the House John Boehner is on a virtual book tour for the release of his new book, On the House, a Washington memoir. Boehner, who in all fairness is not one of my favorite people, took the words out of my mouth when he said, and I quote, P.S. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. And in other news, Boehner is edging up to Paul Ryan for people I'd most like to hate fuck. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little. Marjorie Taylor Greene is at it again. Representative Greene took to Facebook Live spouting her QAnon ideologies. Her rant about vaccine passports is a little unhinged. She called the proposed public safety measures that could potentially save lives Biden's mark of the beast and goes on to call responsible corporate citizenship corporate communism and fascism. And she clearly doesn't know the difference. Please welcome back to the show the owner of The CrossFit of Jesus, Jim, and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Welcome back, Representative Green.
3: It's always a displeasure.
1: So you're calling the proposed measure to require proof of vaccination before entering larger gatherings and as a requirement for travel, Biden's mark of the beast.
3: Well, Dina, if you know anything about the Bible, and I'm sure you don't, uh, you can clearly see that Biden is the Antichrist, and this is the mark of the beast.
1: Well, as a matter of fact, I do know a bit about the Bible, and I'm not seeing it.
3: Jesus said, let he who has ears hear and he who has eyes see.
1: And I have both.
3: But do you? Do
1: you? I mean, I'm hearing you and I'm seeing you, much to my chagrin.
3: Well, your chagrin doesn't even have spiritual eyes.
1: And that's not even a thing.
3: If you had spiritual eyes and ears, you'd be able to see that the liberal Antichrist establishment is fighting for immorality and corporate communism. So would you explain
1: what corporate communism means?
3: It means that corporations have been fighting along with the liberal satanic cabal for their corporate communistic agenda. It's evil.
1: Yeah, but those companies don't have a reason to really want communism when capitalism is how they got where they are.
3: You clearly don't understand how communism works, and they don't want good Christian Americans to travel. That's why the vaccines are microchips.
1: Well, travel often requires vaccinations.
3: It does not. We are Americans and we're free to travel anywhere.
1: Many countries do require vaccines for diseases like polio, smallpox, yellow fever, and a lot of other things before you travel
3: there. They're communist and not Christian.
1: And once again, that's all the time we have. You're an abomination. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) And now that we know how un-American we are, let's go check in with our resident sexstrologist, Renee Hyden
2: venus sextiles with mars lending itself to some intense quickies mercury sextiles with saturn and speeds up your negotiating power and with the new moon in aries it's the aphorism you never knew you needed if you can dream it you can fuck it i'm your resident sextrologist renee Haydn, and welcome back to sex with the stars Venus and Aries sextiles Mars and Gemini, so this is the week of quickies, button popping, sex scrapes, and ripping of clothing. So if you're around your partner, opt for Target instead of Versace. Okay, hunty. It's a difficult time to communicate with those whom you'll be sparring. So instead of words, let your body do the talking. This aspect bodes well for the spontaneous as it lends itself to voracious and unexpected fantastical sexual hunger.
3: Mm, delicious.
2: The mercurial energy of Gemini will show up with a goodie bag this week. So with all this energy, don't be surprised if a double-headed dildo jumps out of that big sack. Oh, that was unexpected. And hey, Aren't we always looking for a big sack? Totally. On Saturday, April 10th, Mercury and Aries sextile Saturn in Aquarius. One night only, you have the planets behind your negotiating prowess. No tact necessary. This is where we grow. Negotiate from the point of your long-held cravings. Get it done, because this won't last long. Maybe you're still quarantining, but just let your inner teacher remind you of who you are and what you need. Your paper is late. Have you been vaccinated and now feel the need to try in a new insertion? Pre-order that vibrator now. Next day delivery. Operators are waiting. It's also a great time to release the long-held conflict of your bi, pan, or ominous sexual urges, or to feel free to negotiate poly opportunities into your relationship. Oh, is this a group thing? I didn't know. The new moon is in Aries on Sunday night, and we return to potential conflict and challenges as the moon begins to sing back Let the moon encourage you to believe in the truth of who you are and to set new bold passionate intentions. Aries is challenging your Capricornian ruts in this moon and it's asking us to transform. It could shake up your relationships because Betty Davis said it best. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. I'm Renee Hyden and this has been Sex with the Stars. Back to you, Dina.
1: Thank you, Renee. You can find Renee on Instagram at Renee Hayden Soul Therapy. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and give us a five star rating. Even if you think, like my ex, that I'm just a two, we'd appreciate it. Now, this week, we have a lovely friend of mine. You may know her from Shameless, where she played New Fiona. Please welcome to the podcast, Mary Kennedy. Hi, Hi
0: darling. Hi. How
1: are you? I'm super. How are you? I'm lying. I'm terrible. But hey, how are you?
0: (laughs) I'm good. And I'm reporting to you live from Van Nuys, California. This is just a backdrop. Like people go, oh my God, she's made it. Look at the grand piano. It's just a (laughs) backdrop. So don't, you know, I still live in Van Nuys. You know, it's good. The pool, the in-ground pool, semi-in-ground, excuse me, pardon me, is being filled as we're talking because it's spring break out here. But, you know.
1: Semi and ground.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our contractor put in like put it in three feet like in ground. So when people come to my house, if they squint, they think it's a real pool.
2: But <laughs> it's
0: not. <Anyway. laughs>
1: I'm like, kind of like my career is semi in ground.
0: <laughs> We're in a pandemic, Dana. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'm so excited to be talking to you. It's been a hot minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what is happening in your life? Well, to
0: to this date, as I'm sitting with you uh, on this beautiful uh, podcast vodcast, um, I've done 181 Zoom comedy shows.
1: Ooh, I know. No, I can't imagine. I'm like I, I'm I barely want to do one a month, you know.
0: Yeah, I just did it. I said, "You know what? I'm going to work my TV set." And I did. And uh, you know, it's been good. It's 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 a little crazy in the sense that it's so um there's no audience participation, like, you know, at any moment somebody's either sleeping or there's a cat in frame, but at least I've been able to work my set, so It's good. At least I'm, I'm not rusty, you know? I mean. Totally. Yeah.
1: I, so this is what I, this happens even in real life. Like I get booked on a show. I'm excited about booking a show. And then like, it comes up to the show and I'm like, I don't want to do this show. I don't want to, I don't want to go. I don't want to get on zoom. I don't want to stay up late. I want to be high in bed right now.
2: Yeah. And then I
1: I, get on the show and I'm like, this is amazing. Why did I every single time?
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's a new medium. I mean, you know, um, with Paul Jasek, I'm teaching a writer's room. We're doing a comedy writer's room and uh, you know, a lot of comics are in there expanding their time. Right. And so I think what's been interesting is that they had to get over the hump of being on zoom and then everybody sort of got into the groove of it and now they enjoy it, but you're never going to get that, that quote unquote high that you get when you're on stage. I, I've maybe had it once being on Zoom and that might've been gas, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so fair. Like It
0: might've been heartburn, I don't know. But for the most part, I'm not going, whoo, that was a great set. Whoa, I mean, I'm doing great sets, but you can no longer depend on the audience to figure out if something's working. Mm-hmm.
1: I I, and I think that's one of the most interesting things like I everybody that kind of stopped especially my students that stopped performing during the pandemic I'm like, if you go in for an audition for a TV show, it's going to be like this except you're going to be in a room with people and they're not going to be laughing and they're not going to be giving you anything. So the more you do a Zoom con like Zoom comedy, the more you're going to be prepared for the real world. Like, and then when you get that audience feedback, you're going to be like, "Oh, this is so good! Yeah, like, so delicious!
0: Yeah." yeah.
1: Even a m- mediocre show will be like your best show ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm I I'm going like, oh, if I could just be outside and bomb, that would be fantastic. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't want to say that because I have a show tomorrow night outside in a patio. Um, But you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting thing, but I got to tell you, I've been doing some park shows and the timing on zoom is different than the timing in front of real people.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Are you finding that to be really weird again? Like.
0: I'm not finding, I'm finding it to be a relief, but I got to say my daughter and I went to the mall this weekend and there was way too many people and I had my mask, like, like literally I had my ET hazmat suit on, yes. but I still was scared. And so I'm sitting here going, well, if I'm scared, Uh, you know, at the mall, am I going to be scared in front of an audience? I wasn't for the park because it was very minimal. But what you got to deal with the park is you got to deal with skateboarders passing by, rollerbladers. Like I, you know, I worked at New York Comedy Club when I started. I was dealing with hecklers. Now we're dealing with rollerbladers. So I guess...
1: (laughs) and families walking by. I was, we were just trying to have a picnic. <laughs> yeah. And
0: who's this person screaming at the top of her lungs? Cause she's going through menopause. Oh, honey, the, their eyes. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, it's a little frightening, but you know what? It, it's been good. Uh, you know, um, I have my first, uh, in-person road gig at the end of June. I'm not saying much about it yet. Cause I haven't got my contract. I got to make sure I got the contract, but Um, that's a, it's a pretty big one. It's two one-nighters. And, uh, so I'm going to be doing a lot more park shows. You may see me and the proto section at your local supermarket doing some time. You know, I just got to get ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, who's that crazy lady yelling in the, in the wine aisle? Oh, it's just Mary. She's working on material. (laughs)
3: Protein bars,
0: two for one, (laughs) aisle five. I mean, we gotta do, we gotta do what we gotta do, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm also nervous. I'm going with, you know, my, my bestie Paul Jacek. We're going to be on the road again, uh, on that one. You know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I'll be, I'll be totally vaccinated. So I'll be in a good, good shape, but my daughter's immunocompromised. So I have Mm. to be careful what I bring home. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Being vaccinated is a relief. Like I will tell you that I got I got my vaccination uh, two weeks ago, and I just I feel like I can lick doorknobs again. It's just <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'll be licking doorknobs, but I'm excited, you know. But I'm still like my kids are not going back to school um, in person till the fall, so we're being very careful. Good. Yeah. yeah, I mean they'll they'll be in school. I don't want a churin officer to be like what, but they're they'll be in school. They'll just be online. I just I You're I are like we're
1: homeschooling them now. Yeah, no, well, not really. Off.
0: I mean we're we're going through you know the the proper channels, but you know the fact of the matter is is if I was having a panic attack by the uh, Wetzel Pretzels this weekend, I mean I can't imagine sending my daughter to school right now.
1: I just I mean can't. word, yeah. I cried yeah. in a Menards, which is like a <laughs> Home Depot. <but> like <laughs> I'm like, what if? What, how is this, how are you managing to, cause I find myself like being literally insane. Like, like I said, flipping off Jesus billboards in the middle of Wisconsin, like (laughs) you're crying in the supermarket. Like, are you, how are you managing emotionally through this?
0: (laughs) Um, you know, it was, I gotta tell you when I had the first vaccination, I got super emotional. (laughs) And I didn't expect, I also started another medication for uh, my stomach stuff, Um, but I got really emotional and I, I you know, my mom died like five years ago and I was like, was wanting my mom. I was crying, you know, I was, and I think, I don't know if it was the vaccination or just the relief that I finally got something and now I can pseudo protect my family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But no, I find Um, I mean, I've been quarantining with my family for a year. Uh, my husband and our marriage is, (laughs) it's ups and downs. We still love each other. Thank God. I like him as a person for (laughs) those who marry somebody who's just hot. It will not stand the time. My husband is, you know, I'm going through menopause. He's trying to find his testosterone under the remote. It's a perfect pairing. Really? I mean, we're, we're, but what I was going to say is I think, I think it's been actually better than I thought it would be. Um, But emotionally, yeah, there are days that I'm just, like, I'm busier now than I was when I had to schlep everywhere. Mm. I mean, I'm, you know, because I can have a a Zoom meeting at 1, I can, you know, teach my classes, then, you know, I take a quick dinner break, and then I'm up for another class or a show. You know, I mean, there are days that I don't leave this chair.
1: Yeah. So. Mm. Insane. So we scheduled, uh, we have a June class scheduled, stand-up class in person and everybody has to have their back proof of vaccination and our first uh, extra AF back in, back in the club is going to happen in June. And I'm so excited and nervous and like, what is it really going to look like? (laughs) Will I be funny in person again?
0: (laughs) Are you going to make, are you going to require people to wear masks in the audience?
1: Um, I don't know. It depends on what our protocols are at the time. And uh, what the club is asking, but I, I just, I feel like forever we should wear masks because.
0: Yeah, I wear I wear a mask in bed when uh, my husband and I are having relations. Yes. Can't be too careful. <laughs> <laughs> I look I'm, like. I'm you just... know,
1: I'm just going to have sex in a hazmat suit. That's all it's like. I can't. I can't, I don't understand what sex will be like ever again. Like, I just, I'm like, as long if you have a six foot dick, I'm in. But, you know, like, I can't.
0: Well, Let me fun. socially
1: distance as long as your dick is that long. It's just like, what is going to, like...
0: But he's not opening the doors with his penis. At least I hope he's not. I mean, if he is, like, give me his number because I will want to see that for my own. I know, right?
1: <laughs> That's the new fetish: opening your doors with opening doors with penises.
0: Yeah, I mean, that I would don't be have an opposable thumb. Shivery <laughs> is not dead. Thanks God. Like. <laughs> I would like his number just to see. I would I, I, you know, listen, I've been married. I'd years. love to see, see
1: videos of that. Please just.
0: Yeah, that's going to be. But that's what i was saying. I mean, I think, um, you know, we've we've my husband and I've had a good ride. I mean, I never would have thought when we exchanged vows 18 years ago, because our anniversary was on March 22nd, that, you know, through. <laughs> I don't think I had the obey in there, but through sickness, <laughs> a pandemic, health, you know, our kids going through puberty. I mean, you know. I am surprised we're still standing, but we are.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't, I could never like, I'm just like, I can barely take care of myself and my dog, you know, like, and my dog's getting sick of me right now. You know, she's just like, bitch, why are you around me 24 hours a day?
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, our, our, you know, but I think, you know, what's kind of cool is that, you know, both my kids are teenagers and my daughter specifically the pot of uh Uh, friends that she has they've all been sort of doing the quarantine all the parents are in the same place you know so I've allowed them to you know get together at our house so she's been pretty social which has been nice and you know there's good hand washing and all that stuff Um, but she doesn't have any friends who are like no masks I'm going to spring break see you later like none of her friends are that way
1: <laughs> I have a yeah. few friends that are that way and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see you in a couple weeks then. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I've been fortunate to have like I have my pod. Um, we like my two best friends, uh, Greg and Christine, and we all have dogs, so we go to the dog park and that's been a godsend throughout this whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the last time I saw Paul in person probably was like four months ago, three months ago.
1: Oh my God.
0: I know. It's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. And, and, you know, I do work, I do work well in captivity, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you find yourself busier. Yeah. During the pandemic. D- do you actually take time to just kind of breathe and stop? I, Cause I don't.
0: <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. I, I, what's nice about, uh, sort of my schedule and things like that is that I do have time to take the dog out. So I make sure I take the dog out every day. Um, I find actually, and I can't believe it because I used to hate it before I find going grocery shopping, relaxing. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I've, I've, um, you know, we've got to watch a lot of great shows. That is really relaxing. I'm a huge reality, like horror. I love reality television. So that's my decompression. Um, you know, and just like, I think what's been really nice is we've been trying to have dinner with our kids at least once, once or well, that sounds bad. We try to have dinner with our kids once a day. Like we try to have a meal, a sit down meal once a day. And that's been really nice. But, um, When it's busy, because listen, you know, I, I run, um, the biz studio and youth acting biz, which is, you know, a professional acting training, uh, for adults and kids, Mm -hmm. you know, Hollywood is working, even though, you know, they're following the white sheet and the COVID protocol I've had, I myself have had many, 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 many auditions, like Mm -hmm. tons of auditions. Um, and then, you know, just in the last three weeks, I would say I've had kids go to network. I had uh, twins book a job on a major show. Um, I can say it now. Lone Star, they booked a job on that. Um, I've had adults go to network on stuff. I've gone to network on stuff. So all via Zoom, all you know social distancing. Mm-hmm. But it is that Hollywood is coming back, and yeah. um, you know when you get a and you know this too, Dina, because you're auditioning. When I you get a self tape, like I have a self tape that I have to do before my final vaccination on Wednesday, that's due, and you want to get your tapes in faster than the due date because everybody's getting their tape in
1: yeah for sure
0: so that's when, when it gets I, really busy
1: i love self-tapes like i yeah. love being able to just go into my little studio with my blue wall put my camera on ask my accent coach to read for me that is so good and i don't have to go in and stumble and be nervous and like
0: yeah It is nice. And I don't think that's going to change. I think, I think first call and don't quote me on this, but first call to, um, to casting, I think they're going to really try to have it be still via zoom on a self tape or, you know, do the tape and then upload it to the actor sites. I don't think we're going to be running into casting first call. I think callbacks possibly definitely if you're going into network, Um, but you know, listen, commercials now they can cast, they can have the advertisers up in San Francisco You can be in L.A. and, uh, you know, the product representative can be, you know, dialing in from Florida. I mean, for them, it's probably so much easier. It's not as exciting. I mean, advertisers, you know, I remember back in the day we'd have commercials and they'd make sure we all had lattes by two. You know, it was like it was like being on vacation. I don't think that kind of luxury is still there, but the productivity is there for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I don't think virtual and I've said this over and over again, but virtual comedy is not going to go away. We're going to still keep doing X-ray of online.
0: Well, and I think what we're going to see, which I would like to do, is do sort of a live stream from the club. So they get the club experience. They're not, you know, they're not seeing me in front of my palatial fake Hollywood home. They get to see me at a club with a mic, you know, with some sort of audience. I mean, I know Flappers has been doing that. I'm going to try to get in on that. Um, I think that's the way we're gonna see it, but I don't I don't think I don't think it's gonna go away. I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Um, so you've had like you've been on Conan, you've been on Shameless. That, that sounds so exciting for those of us who are still auditioning for things and not getting them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it won't happen. Trust me. What, tell,
1: happen. tell me about what your favorite onset experience has been. Um, so far, thus far, because there will be many more.
0: Well, I've had, okay, so I've had two. I I mean, of course, Shameless. I can't listen. Shameless's last episode is April 11th. Um, it was the best gig of my life. Uh, I did six episodes, uh, season seven in 2016. I was in Chicago for two weeks filming with the Shameless family. And then I also, you know, got into the Hall of Shame. So I think the coolest part of that set actually was... I was petrified like and you know me i've been around the block you know i did er you know um i've i did the film shattered you know that was a big gig um so i i you know i was doing conan i was a series uh sort of regular sketch person or whatever uh recurring sketch writers i think the coolest thing was it was 5 a.m i was in the makeup chair on shameless i knew i was playing like a prostitute you know they were there i was homeless so they were making me all dirty And Bill Macy comes into the trailer and you know, he's an icon to me. Like I saw him in Fargo and all that. And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, I want to welcome you to the shameless family. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I didn't cry. I was like, Oh my God, thank you. And in my head going, Holy God, that's, that's William H. Macy. Holy God. He's playing my pseudo dad. And like, I have all these scenes with him. He hugged me in one of the scenes. He kissed me on the cheek in another scene, you know, I was his daughter. I was his new Fiona. So, Um, I got to sit with him and talk about the biz. I mean, that by far was the best gig I've ever had. Um, Oh, cool. And then close, 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 close to it is Conan. Because I got to work, you know, with Conan, there's a rotating directors, writers, you know. I got to work with Gary Cannon, who's the warm-up for them. Brian Kiley, Laurie Martin. You know, all these people that I've worked in comedy with forever, then I get to work on this amazing show. And I think the best part for me was I was playing a paramedic uh, with Jesse Mackey, who's a great character actor. And uh, Jason Boggs also plays my husband on the show uh, and some sketches. And I remember walking backstage as the paramedic. It was for a um, sort of Boston Patriots gag. Right. And I remember walking backstage and hearing the audience go crazy when Conan came to do his monologue. And there was a moment of like, wow, this is so cool. Um, so that was a ama- that was a great one. And then both Shameless and Conan film across the street from each other at the at the lot. So I mean, it was weird. I'd be going into Conan and I'd be looking at the stage that then I was going to be shooting Shameless. It's weird. It's that was a weird like coinkadink, so to speak.
1: That's so cool. I love it. Yeah uh yeah. favorite place to perform
0: favorite place, uh for for comedy yes i love flappers and burbank i i just love it um i have to say the best place though that i performed as of late i was in indianapolis with marty mcgibbon and paul jacek and it was this huge theater and an art museum and i think it's seat like 700 and it was packed and uh It was amazing to watch Paul Jacek. And this was like Indiana or India. It was Indiana. I'm sorry. It was Indiana where Pence used to be governor. Remember?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: To see Paul on stage with a pure heels and talk about being gay and having the audience be with him the whole time was amazing.
1: And you were in Indianapolis,
0: Indiana, Uh,
1: Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I used to live in Indianapolis. (laughs) (laughs) Where have I not lived? Uh, And It's such a great little town, a great pocket. So I'm sure a lot of those people didn't love Pence.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. And we got that sense too. But the fact that he had such balls to go out there and just be like, listen, this is who I am. (laughs) Literally, Yeah, literally. And it was like, I had an amazing set. It was one of the best sets of my career. You know, it's like when you, everything you say gets a laugh and there's laughs that you didn't know you had laughs. Uh, But to watch Paul like from the side and also being in the theater, because that's my that's where I started to watch him perform and hear the audience. Kind of like another gig that was one of my favorite was when my mother uh, who had a band, uh, she was playing piano. She opened for me. So that was really amazing.
1: That's very cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, Now I miss it. I have to perform in person stat. Anyway,
1: I miss it so much. I can't wait. Yeah. So uh, we're wrapping up. So tell us what's okay. going on, what's coming up for you and uh, where can they find you on the social
0: media? Okay, great. And I cannot forget when I, when I headlined your festival, oh, I also yes. that, so I'm going to, I have to give you a, a, a little push. Um, so you can find me at M Kennedy comedy, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And, um, A couple fun things happening. I am featuring for the amazing Kathy Ladman on April 15th, everybody. So uh, that's what Flappers. So check me out there. You can also check me out at Comedy Therapy, New Jersey, Broadway Comedy Club online. And that's it for now.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you, Mary.
0: Thank you. I love you. Love you. Thanks for staying all the way
1: through the I Love Funny Women podcast. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women and find us on YouTube over there and subscribe, too. This podcast is written by me, Dina Nina Martinez, and Punched Up with Greg Potter. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dina Nina Martinez and on Twitter at Dina and Martinez. You can find our glamorous door Girl, Greg, on Instagram at Gigi Potter. And reprising her role as Marjorie Taylor Greene is Vanessa Tortolano. And you can find her on Instagram at Vanessa Pants. And a huge thank you to our announcer, as always, Krista Garner, who can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner. This is an Artemis Glow production in association with Crossover Media and AMG.